Hello and welcome to the Tremendously Awkward Podcast. I'm Dan Barry. I'm Bill Hall. Oh, Bill Hall. Today is another episode of Beauty and the Number of the Beast. This time we are talking about my pick for young Bill Carr. We're doing Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And as is tradition, before we start, let me just pull up the synopsis. Whenever we get to it. Synopsis. Yeah, synopsis. All right. So, the synopsis. Just fired Darby O'Gill does not want to tell his daughter Katie that his position has been taken by a dashing younger man. Then, on his way home, Darby slips through a portal to the land of the little people. There, he meets a leprechaun king, Brian, and winds up accidentally bringing the little monarch home with him. Darby then demands Brian grant him three wishes, but the request brings Darby bittersweet and unexpected results. Billy Boy! Let's talk Darby O'Gill. Oh, yeah. So my first thought after watching this movie, and we have discussed my uh, my great uncle, I guess, my mom's uncle, telling me all those stories about, about. like, you know, the, the banshees and whatever, <laughs> all, the, all, the, all, the, all the Irish folk tales, I guess. Yeah. So I'm... Almost 95% positive he just saw this movie and just told <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> there is a specific reason I picked this movie, and it's because of the Banshee tales you told me when we were in Ireland. Yeah. Now, I mean, if the one thing that the one thing that's not correct in this movie, the one thing that I know is for sure 100% fake. Is that? Oh, fuck! I lost my train of thought. Wait, in a movie about leprechauns, you know the one thing that's <laughs> fake. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh I, man, I've been I've been drinking for for like three hours now. Yeah, I, I know, Bill. I know. This is um, gonna be the longest recordings of our life. God, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. Forget it. Who gives a shit? Um, but yeah, like Darby O'Gill, if that fucking idiot just turned his jacket inside out, he would have had he would have had zero banshee problems. His wife would still be alive, and he never gotten taken by for whatever reason that the headless horseman that just oh. decided to show up at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, the banshee and the ghost horse, uh, they were they were creepy. Mm-hmm. They were creepy. There's and a lot of like, how? there's I a lot of effects. Yeah, like the effects in 1959. I was trying to figure out like how the fuck they did that with the with the little leprechauns. It's called forced perspective. It's the same oh. thing they used in um, Lord okay. of the Rings. Yeah, we get it. Relax. We get it. All right, calm down. <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. Like I thought, I thought the way that they were able to to put Darby O'Gill in the same area as the, as the uh, quote-unquote little people. And, uh, you know, like, they're sort of somewhat interacting with them, though they're not. Um, and the way they had the lights and the shadows set up, it looked like he was in the room with them. I thought that yeah. was really good. It was great. 
Um, and honestly, some of today's movies aren't even as close. The effects aren't even as close to being as good as it was in this movie, which was made in fucking 1959. Yeah, <laughs> that's because they're all trying to use CGI now, and it's like forced perspective is a way cooler way of doing that. So much cooler. That's why I I, I love you know uh, like makeup and special effects and stuff like that. Like actual like you know you you put your heart and soul into into making these these like 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 Planet of the Apes for example like the original it was, it was zero CGI those were all those were all really apes those were all apes who could speak yeah obviously they just yeah. trained apes to speak by only moving their top and bottom lip up and down no yeah. actual movement aside from that yeah absolutely this was um this was a movie where I was, I mean, like, I guess not for you, but, like, I guess my grandparents were like, you have to watch this movie. And it was, like, a, a point of, like, I don't want to say pride, but it was, like, a big, like, it was the, one of the biggest movies in Ireland. Uh, it made more money. Uh, it, it made a lot. It made, didn't make that. I made, like, $2.6 million. It made, like, $5 million over the course of whatever. But um, it was, like... Walt Disney went to Dublin to promote this movie. Like it was like a very big thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I watch it now and I'm like, man, they just fucking stereotype the shit out of. <laughs> it's like, oh, that Irish guy grabbed a fiddle. We all better jig. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, anytime, anytime I see a fiddle, I just start dancing. That's it. Do you don't even have to play? You know, it doesn't have to play. So I mean, it might be stereotyping, but it's goddamn true. Um, but to be fair, um, this is, this is really it. This is all the Irish people kind of have is Darby O'Gill and the little people. Um, <laughs> oh boy. There are going to be some, so many upset people <laughs> when they hear you say that. But I'm Irish. I'm Irish. All right. So I could say these things. You're also German. I don't know if I'm German. I think I'm Irish and Norwegian. I think that's what my, and there's a little bit of Asian. I think my uncle got the the uh, the DNA test thing done, mm-hmm. and I think it was Irish, Norwegian, and a tiny bit of Asian. Just Asian, not like a specific portion. I don't, I don't remember. Because like mean, Mongolian would make sense because of Genghis Khan had like his bloodline throughout the entire continent. That makes continents. sense because I love. There's a buffet in Newburgh um, that is now. Not there anymore, but they had a nice. you know a Mongolian stir fry there, and I was in love with it, and it was delicious, and it makes sense that I must I must be Mongolian in some way, shape, or form because I I fell in love with the stir fry. It was just so good. I think we have to we have to get you a Nobel Prize uh, for understanding that you liking the flavor of certain foods must mean you must have a bloodline in that neighboring country. Because I like Indian food, so therefore I must be Indian. Uh, that's obvious, Dan. Yeah, yeah. You all know you're Indian. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that to me. Yeah. We so. Let's talk about a little bit. Uh, Sean Connery, this was the movie that helped get him James Bond. No, no, uh, no, Dan. No, no, no. This was the movie that got him Zed in the movie Zardoz, okay? <laughs> I've never seen Zardoz. 
please, for the love of fuck, do yourselves a favor love and go fuck. watch Star Dodge right now. Or, you know what? Just Google Zed Zardoz and look at the first picture that pops up on Google. It it's is Sean funny. Connery with a long ponytail wearing red underwear, holding a gun. It's it's something. It is indeed something. Um, there's a couple of weird things about this movie that I, I couldn't really... Um, I, I want to get your take on. Uh, so the guy who owns the estate, or the Lord, Lord Fitzpatrick, comes in and he... Inch, he says hello to Darby, and Darby's daughter's right there. Or, oh, I'm sorry. The Lord sees Darby's daughter, says hello to her right there, and sitting next to him is Sean Connery. Like, clear as day, Sean fucking Connery. She then runs, apparently 60 miles, to get Darby in some other neighboring town where he's drinking, because, of course. Yeah, and she Con- denies it the whole time, which is typical. Yeah, yeah. She comes back. Comes all the way back, and then Darby introduces Katie to Sean Connery, whom she's already seen, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh, who's this?" It's like, "Motherfucker, he was literally eight feet from you at one point before, and you weren't smitten then. But now that your dad introduced you, you're smitten. That's weird. You need to get literally, checked." Literally the most handsome man in the country at that point. Yeah, him and Pony. <laughs> Those yeah. two are the only only keepers, and Pony's just a big old tall boy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that Katie, she, uh, so, I in- instantly, I don't know her real name. I didn't look it up, but I recognized her. Janet Monroe. What? Janet Monroe. Okay, Janet Monroe. So, one of the first horror movies that I ever saw, and it was, it was like one of those 50s, movies which is the crawling eye yep. and for whatever reason i instantly as soon as i saw her, i was like oh that's that's the bad bitch from the crawling eye and also, <laughs> he, he's the bad bitch in this movie too She's i a, like it i can call you a bad bitch <laughs> what do you listen to lizzo before you started this podcast uh, whatever i might have <laughs> <laughs> you could have had a bad bitch oh my god <laughs> What other thoughts? Other thoughts? Let's 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 hear about your. Uh... So I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I uh, I mean it was it was a you know normal Irish folktale storyline whatever, and it included all the folktales in it in the in the ninety minutes that it was leprechauns and banshees. That's really all you need. That's yeah. all the Irish know, right? That's all I know. I know. Uh, there's also whiskey and stout. They talk about it in the movie. So they managed to nail going to the pub, drinking instead of working, whiskey, stout, leprechauns, fiddling, and banshees. And denying alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they hit every nail on the head pretty much. More and or that's less. The, that's the other thing, too, is how is she going to say her dad doesn't drink when he has black gums? <laughs> I mean, I would have just chalked up the poor dental hygiene in the 1950s. He would have been in his 60s when this movie was made. So in the 1890s into then. I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, overall, though, I, I enjoyed it. And I really, I really enjoyed the effects, um, you know, with the with the little people. And everything, and even like I said, the the 
the effects for the Banshee were, I mean, dog shit, but it was 1959. But they made it in such a way that it was actually, like, kind of scary looking. Yeah. You know? Although I will say there's a scene, I think, where Darby chases the um, uh, Banshee with a shovel. <laughs> the Banshee just sort of, like, lazily turns away. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, he's coming at me with a shovel. <laughs> like, just knock it off. <laughs> You're yeah. a fucking Banshee. yeah no but i i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it and um yeah it was uh i did not expect to see sean connery in the movie at all and hear Um, him sing yeah and hear him sing um and i looked at his imdb afterwards because i was just curious because i haven't seen him in a while the last movie he made was League, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know about LXG. I don't you fucking dare. Where they where they decided to throw in Tom Sawyer because they needed an American or because they were afraid it wasn't going to sell in America. Yeah, no, I know all about LXG, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just listen. I'm a vampire, so I you know this this stuff hits close to home with me. Fucking. What's the, what's the, <laughs> the vampire? Oh man, and isn't the Invisible Man like somewhat of a rapist in that movie? <laughs> and they just kind of go like, "Oh, there he is." <laughs> I mean, the Invisible Man is always a rapist in whatever type of role he has. He's always going to rape somebody or just watch and jerk off. How do you jerk off an invisible dick? Can you jerk off an invisible dick? I, Bill, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know, Bill. These are questions I've never found myself being interested in asking. There's well, a couple. Do we know any invisible men? Um, probably. Rhino is Rhino an invisible man? You know what? Rhino is an invisible man. Only when he has the Y in his name, though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask Terry what's up. Old what Terry, Big T. Yeah. Um. So one of the interesting factoids about this movie, and I don't know if you know this. Uh, initially, none of the Leprechauns were given credit for this movie because Walt, Walt Disney wanted to convince people that he found actual Leprechauns Fuck yes. and filmed them for this movie. Um, so in the beginning of the movie, the, I, it might have been this one, I didn't see it, but the initial run of the movie, there is a thank you to the oh, Leprechauns. From, uh, yeah, It's there. They, and I remember it's it's one of those things where it's like this was I mean this was the 1950s we were in the middle of McCarthyism you genuinely believe that people were like oh my god this motherfucker found real goddamn leprechauns no no one believed that <laughs> oh man how long after this movie was made did Walt Disney die and it must have been shortly after this was made right he died in the 60s right so I mean. Let's take a look. Let's let's Google that. Let me right click on Walt Disney and and find out some of his information here. I want to say he. I mean he saw Disney hey, World open. Sixty six. Nineteen sixty two. Sixty six. Sixty two. Sixty six. December fifteenth, nineteen sixty six. He would have died ten days after his sixty fifth birthday. Yeah, I'm gonna go with December twelfth, nineteen sixty two. All right, we'll see who's right. But he. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he saw this movie made. He was there. He was. This is behind us, and he uh, very excitedly 
uh, got this movie going. Um, there's actually a funny scene. Uh, they actually blew out one of the substations in Burbank because of all the lights they had to use to make the little people look real. Hmm. In- yeah. Intranet. Yeah. Yeah. This is the magic of the internet, folks. Yeah. There's also the uh, weird... There's also like a weird subplot in this movie that I I don't know if you found it weird as much as I did. Uh, you can ask uh, if you catch a leprechaun or you catch the king of the leprechauns, you get three wishes. But if you ask for four, you get none of them. Oh yeah, but didn't he? Right. So he yeah. asked. So, in the be- oh, that's right. Okay, that all makes sense because I was kind of confused at the end of the movie. But now that you mentioned that, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> right. So the first, the beginning of the movie, he asks for three wishes, gets a pot of gold, and he goes, "Oh, you can ask for another one." He gets like he decides to ask for gold for everybody. He goes, "That's it, four. You get none." All right, cool. So, like then, uh, the second half, the the second time, he gets the three. He wants to ask to replace his daughter in the banshee carriage or in the carriage to to death. Uh, the death carriage, and he, he says yes. So then Brian tells him to ask for one more que- one more wish, and he grants the wish, but as a result, he loses all the wishes, which means Darby goes back to the real world, and they all live happily ever after, except he used that third wish to replace Katie in the, ca- in the carriage. So the minute that wish is gone, Katie's right back in that fucking carriage. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, It's not like that, that seat's now empty. It's yeah, just not true. occupied by Darby. There's a big yeah. plot hole here. And the Banshee still fucking lives. Yeah, you could have been like, yeah, I wish the Banshee would leave us alone. Like, that could have been yeah. wish three. <laughs> That's all he had to say. Yeah, you could have been like, hey, I wish that Katie lives and the Banshee goes away. Uh, all right, we'll see ya. <laughs> like, you don't have to be like, you know, you know what? My last wish is I'm just going to have the Banshee kill me. Like, yeah. you just say I don't want the Banshee to be around me anymore. Yeah. Or if he were a fucking smart person, he would have just turned his jacket inside out. And the, <laughs> the fuck alone. <laughs> we had to do it to his daughter then too. He um that that'd be great if he was just like, oh, I I want to replace my daughter in the carriage and King Brian's like, I mean you you could just not have it. No 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 no. I'm going to get in that fucking carriage. He's like, Darby, you're not listening. Just just, just wish for your daughter to be okay and the banshee will fucking leave. No, I'm going to take his seat in the, in the carriage. Fucking idiot. <laughs> what a dummy. What yeah. a goddamn dummy. Well, he's an alcoholic, so, I mean, it makes sense. Do you like how uh, Sean Connery came back to embarrass Pony at the pub? Of course, it was great. And it they, was for, for for a Disney movie, for a live action Disney movie, it was it was kind of violent at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary. It's violent. It depicts the Irish in a negative light. Not really a negative light, but like an antiquated light is what I'll say. I imagine there are people in Ireland right now who be like, no, it makes us look like assholes, and I can appreciate that, but. So probably people in Ireland right now are like, you know what? No, he's telling the truth. This is this is actually how it is where I live. Well, I'm gonna say I the first time I went to Ireland, I met a leprechaun and he granted me three wishes. But then I, not knowing leprechaun rules, asked for a fourth and I lost everything. Oh. Yeah. We all 
the other thing too is like if you were the fucking leprechaun king don't you think you'd have a cooler name than brian (laughs) (laughs) really vampire paul west and brian (laughs) vampire paul west casting judgment on king brian Easy there, Dan. I paid 50 bucks for that fucking name, okay? By the way, his name is Brian Connors. <laughs> I think that's my cousin's name. I have a cousin named Brian Connors. I'm sure we all have cousins named Brian. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of us. You have Lord Fitzpatrick, Darby O'Gill, his daughter Katie O'Gill, the living Rathcullen. Bad bitch. Just, yep, could have had a bad bitch named Katie O'Gill. Or the Bad bitch in the crawling eye. Help you with the banshees, just a little. <laughs> Come on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I also like how he just suddenly goes in and plays a fiddle to the little people, and they just go like, "Well, now we gotta act fucking fools and just run and get on horses." And just a weird look, man. This is like a weird fever dream. <laughs> that's that's the way this movie plays out. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So overall, what are we talking? What are we talking as far as? Because I didn't. So for me, whenever I send you a what the fuck, you have to guess what it is. You didn't say anything to me. In fact, I wasn't even sure you were watching the movie. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life, by the way. We were supposed to start this podcasting at what 8 p.m. It started at 8:40 because Bill was drinking and smoking a cigar, and he never came back. Whatever. What? So, what's the rating, Billy? What is the uh, rating for Darby? I'm gonna. You know what? I like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, so I'm gonna give it four out of five. Four out of five stars. Round of applause for Darby O'Gill. Send yeah. hate mail to Bill if you didn't like that he gave it a high review. Yeah, please send me all the hate mail you can. Okay, so now would be the time. I get my movie pick, and I'm excited. So, I had a few in mind. And like I said, the movies that I really, really want to show you, I'm pretty sure might be even banned in this country. (laughs) 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 So, I can't find them in any streaming capacity for the life of me. So, I had had a few different movies in mind. And uh, Tyler Bateman was on Twitter uh, not too long ago. This podcast brought to you by Tyler Bateman's Twitter. Brought to you by Twyler. (laughs) Twyler Bateman. He's going to be so Um, upset. Oh, yeah. Uh, So he recommended a few movies, and one of the movies on the list is one of the movies I had in mind for you. All right. Now, this movie is the first starring role for Denise Richards in a movie, and also the first starring role for Paul Walker in a movie. Ooh. Oh, also, wait a... features, also features Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Oh. I was hoping this was Joyride, but now yeah. I can... <laughs> okay, so okay. I, I remember watching this movie as a kid. And I recently revisited it because it got restored and put out on a great Blu-ray and 4K by Vinegar Syndrome, which is a great company. Um, 
and they put in all the stuff that was cut out. And it turns out this is an extremely gory movie. Oh, really? But it was not. Not even close. So the synopsis for this movie is an evil scientist implants the brain of Michael, a murdered high school student, into a Tyrannosaurus. He escapes, wreaks vengeance on his high school tormentor, and is reunited with his sweetheart, Tammy. The movie you will be watching, Dan, is Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. I am ready. Uh, this isn't one of the extreme or weird artsy movies that I've recommended in the past. This is just a fun, insane bad movie but for the best reasons i love it i fucking love it you're gonna enjoy this you will i guarantee it all right well i guess on that bombshell we can move on um so my my movie is timmy and the t-rex tammy 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 oh timmy and the t-rex um Bill, like four out of five stars for Darby O'Gill. Thank you so much for listening. You go to uh, uh, teamtremendous.bigcartel.com to get some of our merch using the discount code Paul West for 20% off. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com slash teamtremendous to get all of our merch that we don't have on that store. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWE Dutch at the Dan Barry. We are now on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. And uh, Bill, what do you want to put over? Uh, let's see. We'll put over uh, Ticketmaster.com for all your concert needs. Um, so many people are upset about that now. <laughs> <laughs> so please, any concerts that you have in mind, please purchase tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Yeah, and that's Ticketmaster texting Bill his check for fifty dollars. <laughs> that's basically what that was. Ticketmaster.com. Yeah, go ahead, waste your money there. All right, that is it. That wraps it up for us. Uh, hey, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> beware, beware of the banshees.